Welcome back, everybody, to Fearless with Mark and Amber, the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. Today is December 24th. It is Christmas Eve, and we are excited, and we hope you are having a blessed holiday so far. Indeed. Merry Christmas to all, Mm -hmm. and to all a good night, and hope that your Christmas goes well. But in the meantime, we've got a Christmas special here today. Yeah, the Christmas story. Yeah. But first, I know everyone is wanting to know... If I got you to watch A Christmas Carol. (laughs) (laughs) I did indeed watch A Christmas Carol last night. The 1984 version with George C. Scott. Mm -hmm. It is fantastic. It's, you can watch it for free on the Roku channel right now. If you have a Roku, you have to. Lots of ads. Watch it with ads. (sighs) But. We just mute it. (laughs) It's okay. It's, it is still there. Yeah. And what did you think? Uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Spirit came, and there were two children under his robe, mm-hmm. and they were called ignorance and want. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was it was just interesting. I think I picked different things up having you know working now on a project dealing with education and children, and to see that way back then, and and realize without knowledge because what is he, what does he say? What's Be, written ab- uh, upon their brow? Beware of them, for upon their brow is written the word doom. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know why that stu- uh, it just really stuck out to me while we were watching it. <laughs> well, it's interesting, too, that, you know, it was written by Charles Dickens quite a while ago and that he would portray ignorance and want as children hiding mm-hmm. under the robe of Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's a, obviously it's a lot of symbology, but it's, it's really a powerful film. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a powerful scene. So yeah, really one of my all time favorite. It's well, gotta it be was, one of my favorite films of all time. Actually. It was a good version. I really, I really enjoyed it. And of course the, then when Christmas yet to come comes, it's still as, as old as that film is, it's still very effectively, done and well told and mm-hmm. uh you know it's of course it's this this ghostly spirit looks like the grim reaper yeah <laughs> and it's spooky yeah. <laughs> it really is scared our eight-year-old yeah there's no digital effects in it it's all you know real lighting effects and yeah lots of haze and it's it's a it's a good film so but today we have the christmas story from scripture in case just in case, we just thought it'd be good to go back and read it mm-hmm. and just just to to read and hear the word of God mm-hmm. and just be encouraged and know what the season's really all about. And to just just put aside uh, for even for just the next few minutes, just put aside all the concerns of the world and realize listening to the story what the season really is about. And that the Lord is not rattled by anything that's Mm -mm. going on. We may be. I certainly am. But it doesn't rattle the Lord. He knows exactly what's going on. And this is the Lord sets kings in place and he takes kings down. And he will not be he will not be thrown off by the plans of the wicked. So in the meantime, let's. Hear the Christmas story. That's right. So we're going to read from Luke 
chapter 1, if you have your Bible, and we're going to go to Luke one twenty six to start. And you're reading from the NIV. NIV. Yep. Mm-hmm. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings to you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. Thoughts? Oh, I just I just can't imagine. Because back in, in that time, you know, it was so against against the law. I mean, she would mm-hmm. have been stoned for having an extramarital affair. Yeah, she could have been stoned. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So there's this, this um, I don't even know, like, I don't want to say stigma. There's, there's just, there's consequences. Mm-hmm. And to just fully trust and obey that God is, God is sovereign and in control and you're going to do whatever it is to be obedient to the Lord. I've always thought it's interesting that this is such a great example of how the Lord takes a situation that to to men appears to be a shameful thing, mm-hmm. and the Lord takes that which to our ignorance appears shameful and then reveals his plan through it. It was a shameful thing from the from the outside perspective that... She's betrothed. She's engaged to Joseph, and here and she it, is pregnant. Right, and at that time, there was no. How can I say? There was no sex before marriage. It was a pure marriage bed. It, it was. It was a shameful thing. If if that were to happen, mm-hmm. it would be shameful for both of them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I've also I also have to point out that. How necessary it is for the Bible to make the point that Jesus was born of royal lineage. David. Yeah, of the, the, the line of David. Joseph was of the line of David, the mm-hmm. rightful heir to the throne of Israel. Mm-hmm. And here comes Jesus. And so that fulfilled that prophecy that by earthly standards as well as heavenly standards, he was the rightful heir, is the rightful heir to the throne. Mm -hmm. And I've always loved that. And it's something that we, in in our modern 
democratic societies, we don't really understand royalty. There's not many examples of royalty left. Mm -hmm. And while we sort of romanticize it, we don't really understand it Mm -hmm. because we don't see it as a, we, we don't see it as a, as something that's right anymore. It's, it's, you know, we're, we're supposed to be able to pick. (laughs) 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 We kind of reject this notion of being heir to the throne. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a very real thing. So I've always loved that. So, okay. So there are things that happen in between uh, because Mary visits um, Elizabeth and then it goes on where John the Baptist is born and and will be making a way for Jesus and Zachariah's prophecy. But then we get over to chapter two in Luke and Jesus is born in Bethlehem. So I'm reading Luke two, uh, one through 20. Yeah. All right. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. There it is emphasized again. Mm -hmm. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Wait, can we just... Yes. And I think it's interesting that... In verse two, it says this was the first census that took place. And it's interesting because I remember listening to John MacArthur and and he talks about just how God uses so many different things to fulfill his purposes. Mm -hmm. So Joseph had to come back to Bethlehem for the census. I mean, they could have the Lord could have had it happen anyway. But here's the first census that they have to participate in and it would be so easy for you to just say you know imagine she's pregnant she's a teenager Mm -hmm. mind you pregnant they have no money Mm -hmm. but now you have to travel back to your homeland Mm -hmm. um what by camel camel and you're nine months pregnant or on a donkey or oh my goodness camels were expensive donkey you know a donkey was you know, kind of the economy car of the age. You, yeah. you would either walk or ride a donkey. Horses and camels were a luxury. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. But, uh, and we should point out too that in between this and what we read first, uh, an angel came to Joseph and told him it's okay. Right. And explained to Joseph, you are to take her as your wife. The child that she is bearing is of the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. And because Joseph being an honorable man, uh, was going to take care of this quietly. He wasn't raging and saying, I'm going to have her put to death, but he was going to, um, take care of this quietly. And the angel told him, no, this is how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. All right. So verse eight, then, Mm -hmm. 
and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Let me just pause there for a second. And I know that this has been said many times, but I have to say it again. You notice that the angels, who did the angels come to? The shepherds mm. out in their fields, mm-hmm. very, the, 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 the poor of society. Mm-hmm. The angels didn't appear to King Herod. They didn't appear in Caesar's palace. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go to the head of the government. They came to the people because uh, that's who Christ came for, mm-hmm. for the common man. Uh, verse 11, today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. And I have to pause there and just point out that that was a heavenly declaration of peace over the whole earth Mm -hmm. in that moment. Yeah. I've often wondered how long that how it lasted grant of peace lasted <laughs> yeah an hour maybe i don't know <laughs> um because that is a heavenly declaration and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests when the angel angels had left them and gone into heaven the shepherds said to one another let's go to bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the lord has told us about so they hurried off and found mary and joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. No discrepancies there. Nope. Just as they had been told. As a mother of three, Mm -hmm. I'm curious your take on verse 19. Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. What does that mean to you as a mom? Well, my children are not the savior of the world. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) So... Well, I think when you think about it, you know, the angel came to her and said he was going to be the savior mm-hmm. of the world. And she knew in her heart the depth and and that this was God's son. This this was not this was not an an earthly He was not just an earthly king. No. He, he was, was God. He was God. 100% God, 100% man. Mm-hmm. I think the, the, the thing, too, that, that is really lost in this is why, why God sent Christ. What did it mean that Christ came and was born here uh, on earth and to live 
as a man and also as the perfect God man. Mm-hmm. Um, because he is the only one who could do that. He's the only one mm-hmm. who could live here in this in this earth and in this place and, and, and space that we live in as a perfect man because we needed a perfect sacrifice Mm -hmm. for our sins. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the temple worship and temporal temple sacrifice system that had been established by the Lord, you know, thousands of years before that, it's not a pretty thing. It's, uh, it is bloody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's noisy. It's gruesome. And that's the point. The, the reason why the Lord demanded sacrifice, you know, when you read what, <laughs> what animal sacrifice was there, even there in the temple of Israel, it's, uh, it's bloody, it's gruesome. You know, they would, they would slaughter animals by the hundreds, by the thousands to atone for sin. And yet the sins were never fully atoned for until Christ came because they were flawed sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And he's the perfect and sacrifice. And he is the perfect sacrifice. Mm-hmm. He is the only one that could make the perfect sacrifice and atonement for my sins, your sins, the sins of the whole world. There's that passage in John that everyone knows, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world. That he gave his one and only son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's what Christmas is all about. That's mm-hmm. this, that's what the birth of Christ is. He, God sent his son into the world so that anyone who calls on his name can be saved. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that over and over and over again, mm-hmm. but that is what Christmas is about. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, thank you for joining us today on this Christmas Eve. We hope you have a wonderfully blessed Christmas, whether it be just with you or with family or however you're celebrating today. We want you to know that we are thinking about you. We have prayed for you as our listener, and we just are so thankful that you are here And we pray that you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Merry Christmas, you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.